Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, also the founder and CEO of Canafil CBD. I am here with my lovely co-host, Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. <laughs> She's so beautiful. All right, so by delivering reliable knowledge in an unregulated CBD industry, we are connecting you with everything you should know about CBD. Today's topic is going to be on depression. And we are, you know, if you have uh, depression, CBD may help. So we're going to go through three different subjects on this matter. Uh, First, we're going to understand depression. And then we're going to talk about how to use CBD to help with depression. And then finally, handling depression. All right, but before we jump in... Uh, I want to give a shout out or a thank you to Feedspot. Feedspot was holding a uh, cannabidiol podcast contest, and they chose the top 15 uh, across all podcasts that were related to cannabidiol. And uh, we landed on number five on that list. Yay! So thank you, Feedspot. And we appreciate it that you had, a, you created a list, top 15 cannabidiol CBD podcasts. All right. So, with that wonderful accolade that passed on to us, thank you listeners for helping us get there. Yeah. Uh, we're quite proud. All right. So, let's dive in uh, to depression. Uh, it is okay. It's okay not to be okay. What is depression and how does it affect me? Well, let's first start with uh, an overview of depression. So, uh, depression is a common but serious mood disorder. It causes severe symptoms that affect how you feel, think, and handle your daily activities. Okay, some forms of depression are slightly different, and they may develop under unique circumstances such as, here's our overview, persistent depressive disorder. That's one type. It is, uh, it is, is if you are depressed, if you're depressed mood and it lasts for at least two years, you are considered to have a persistent depressive disorder. How about postpartum depression? Now, I know a lot of females are very familiar with this one. It's interesting that postpartum depression is more than just the baby blues. The baby blues are something that only lasts about two weeks. Mm-hmm. But postpartum Uh, Depression is the feeling of extreme sadness, extreme anxiety, and exhaustion that accompanies postpartum. So, and that lasts much longer than two weeks. Yeah, and it seems to be, um, I don't know if it's just that we now are recognizing it as a part of depression, um, but you hear about it a lot more. You certainly, I do too, I do too. I, 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 you know, as a young man... You know, not really super involved in that. I didn't even think it was a thing. Right. Um, even after having 
you know, a child or two, I still didn't really fully grasp it. It wasn't until just recently, and I think it's because they've done a lot of research in this particular area of depression, postpartum depression. Yeah. And it does. It, it makes absolute sense to me. Well, and it's tough because, um, you know, a new mother is obviously dealing with all, all the things that g- come with being a new mother, yep. but she's also not really able to take a lot of medication. Good point. Because she's probably breastfeeding. Now, yep. if she's not, then she doesn't have to worry too much about it. But we'll make sure we surface that co- that comment that you just made in our uh, second section of today's show. Right. Um, and then we have a psychotic depression. Uh, this is severe depression. This is severe depression plus some form of psychosis, such as having disturbing, false, fixed beliefs, or hearing or seeing upsetting things that others cannot hear or see, which is a common term for hallucination. Hallucinations. Yeah. So there you go. There's uh, three of the symptom or three of types of depression. Uh, here are signs and symptoms. We're just going to rattle through these fairly quick. So if you have been experiencing some of the following signs and symptoms most of the day, nearly every day, or for at least two weeks, you may be suffering from depression. And here's the list. Persistent, sad, anxious, or empty mood. Now remember, these are daily, nearly every day, or for more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Feeling of hopelessness. How about irritability, then feeling of guilt, worthlessness, or helplessness, loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities, decreased energy or fatigue, feeling of restless with trouble staying still, difficulty concentrating or remembering or even making decisions, difficulty sleeping or oversleeping, and then finally the big one, thoughts of death, suicide, or suicide attempt. Yeah. Well, I think when when I looked at that list, that's really why I thought it was a good idea to do this show, because the situation we're in right now, I mean, obviously, this is a situational maybe depression that you're feeling, because you could fall under a lot of those categories right now just with with the situation that we're in. Right. Even though it's getting better and we're we're slowly but surely being released, yeah. um, depression is once it takes hold, it, it's no joke. Yeah. So, and a little bit, of, a little bit of science, and because we do have research for you today, mm-hmm. uh, we really try to be very responsible, right? So we go to the research. Uh, but remember, today is about how CBD can help with depression. Um, and uh, to Kimberly's point, anxiety prolonged anxiety is a contributor to depression and why because anxiety causes an imbalance and that imbalance is what triggers other things to occur which will lead to then uh depression yeah. uh, a, a, tr- a a conventional state of depression so you are correct the anxiety from all that has happened over the last three months uh it's it's going to be something to keep an eye on well not only with the, just the normal things that you're dealing with with this situation, but what if you lost a loved one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you weren't able to say goodbye because they were in a hospital and you couldn't see them. There's just so many things going on right now that I feel 
could really lead to right. an, this outbreak of a depression. So probably would be uh, an excellent idea to rewind a bit, uh, listen again to those uh, nine or ten uh, signs and symptoms. Yeah. And look out for yourself and your loved ones. Right. Now, let's go to some studies. Uh, since, you know, this is all about cannabidiol, uh, which is, you know, the long word for CBD. Uh, so we have one study. Um, this is a research published on Medline uh, in 2019, so a very current one. Uh, and this, the uh, research title was Cannabidiol Induces Rapid and Sustained Antidepressant-Like Effects. All right. So... Here is the abstract for this study, and I felt important to read this uh, so that you kind know, of get a basic idea of the study itself. So the abstract is this. Currently available antidepressants have a substantial time lag to induce therapeutic response and a relatively low efficacy. Okay. All right. The development of drugs that addresses these limitations is critical to the improving public health, hence the study. So cannabidiol has showed up as a, as a non-psycho, uh, uh, I'm sorry, as a non-psychotomimetic, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do practice these before, but apparently I didn't catch that one, <laughs> components of uh, the cannabis sativa plant. It is a promising compound since it shows large-spectrum therapeutic potential, and preclinical models and humans. Whew. All right, mouthful, but that was the abstract of this study. Some of the results. Here we go. This study were to investigate in male rodents these two things. First, whether CBD could induce rapid or sustained antidepressant-like effects after a single administration. Remember, because they suggested that traditional antidepressants have a lag time. Right. Their second one was whether such effects could be related to changes in synaptic protein function. All right. Now, their results so far, results showed that a single dose of CBD induced antidepressant-like effects. And their doses were 70 to 30 milligrams Per kilogram. And let me tell you what that means for a rodent. For a rodent, that is somewhere around, let me do the math for you, somewhere around two milligrams to 60 milligrams uh, for a 12 ounce size rodent. So that got up there pretty high. Yeah, that's, 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 what do they say? What milligrams were the was the the key the? Um, they they thought it, there was a, there was another study that suggested three was pretty uh, was pretty. the correct number. Okay. So three milligrams, and that three milligrams uh, did uh, did um, suggest it was one milligram for a twelve ounce rodent. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about the second piece, though. So the second piece was uh, remember remember results. Uh, let me see. Uh, second piece was whether such effects could be related to changes in the synaptic protein. So what they found is increased expression of synaptophysin and PSD ninety five in the medial 
prefrontal cortex was observed. Also, an elevated BDNF levels in both the PFC and the hippocampus were observed. Okay. Can we break that down into, like, English? Yeah. So, listen, so the first, there, there are two observations were based, one on physical, psychological symptoms, and the other one was based on, you know, samples from brain tissue. Okay. In a petri dish, uh, the first one was looking for you know whether it has uh, an, an antidepressant like effect right away. So a single dose, and they put the rodents in water where they were forced to swim, and they made observations. Oh, I see. So they were stressed out. That's correct. So that's how they accomplished the first one, and the second one, petri dish. Okay. Right. So they took brain tissue, they added cannabidiol to it, and then made observations of protein productions and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So that's how they went about that. Uh, results indicated that now. So here, uh, the the final results were the these results indicate that CBD induces fast and sustained antidepressant like effects in the distinct animal models relevant for depression. That was the conclusion of this research. Uh, let's go to a second research I pulled up. And remember, this one was 2019, February, February 2019. Uh, so that was exciting. The next one I have here is... Um, redu- All right, so this research was in 2018. And let me see here. Let me get my, let me get my facts here. Another study in 2018 found reduces, okay, so reduces, let me see, let me do this correct. Another study in 2018 found that it reduces breakdown of anatomide. So what is reducing the breakdown of the anatomide is the reduction of the FAH enzyme. So when FAH is produced in the brain, it stops, it starts the breakdown of anatomide. And anatomide is what science likes to call a happy molecule. Right, the bliss, bliss molecule, molecule. Correct. So what they found is, is that CBD will, will uh, reduce the breakdown of that anatomide. Okay. All right. Uh, and and what it does is it suppresses the enzyme of oh. AFAAH. Okay. I'm trying to get caught up with all my notes in yeah. here. So CBD depresses the production of that enzyme, which is targeting the breakdown of anatomide. Okay. All right. Whew. <laughs> right? CBD, <laughs> CBD treatment has proven to attribute to the FAH uh, inhibition. However, data suggest that CBD is also activating an NAP E-PLD to increase NAE levels. Now, what does that mean? Well, NAPE triggers a synthesizing of the anamide. I know. So, listen, I'll put it this way. This study demonstrates that CBD does two things. Once it downregulates FAH, which is known to break down anatomide. That's your happy molecule. The other thing it does is it produces or triggers the production of more uh, anandamide. 
Okay. All right, the happy so, molecule. So I'm I'm looking I'm look I'm in a brain and I'm this little happy guy over here. I'm happy, I'm happy, and then the F A A H guy comes over and just starts bullying me big time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making me shrink, making me not so happy, <laughs> making me really upset and C B D comes in and pushes that bully off. Correct. And lets the uh, and at the same time triggers the production of more uh, anatomy makes the, the happy guy. He's even bigger. He's getting he can make bigger. more. He can, he can replicate himself. He's allowed to grow back. To, yes. Okay. Whew. All right. Right. Okay. I hope that was uh, not too simplified. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me kind of uh, uh, follow up with another one. It has been known for some time that CBD acutely increases anandamide levels. So we've known this for a while. Yeah. And reports have shown that CBD also inhibits FAAH, the enzyme task with breaking down anandamide. Right. So it was first understood back in 2009. The, the Stony Brook Group discovered that CBD and THC can act as endocannabinoid reuptake inhibitors by displacing anandamide, which prolongs the activity of endocannabinoids at the surface of the neuron. And what they're saying there is prolonging the activity of that cannabidiol, that CBD, on the surface of the neuron triggers the production of more anandamide. Gotcha. Now, there's new research. A team in Indiana University had proposed another mechanism in which CBD elevates anatomide synthetically, or, you know, your body synthesizing it, whereby the PLC, which, by the way, is a, is a phospholipis, <laughs> and it team, teams up with DAG to produce the other happy molecule that we have talked about in the previous show called the 2AG. Mm-hmm. which we know to be another happy molecule. So, all right, what I guess I want to say is there is an abundance of research, clinical research. I don't fool around with anything else. There's a lot of clinical research that suggests that CBDs, cannabidiol's impact with our endocannabinoid system has a strong purpose towards Recovering from and from depression. Yeah, and they specifically said had symptoms similar to antidepressants, but they act quicker. Right, and that's what I I thought was most interesting. I'd have never taken an antidepressant, but um, after reading that, I, I understand that it could take three to four weeks before you actually start feeling some relief. And um, if CBD can come in there in the meantime and even during and help calm those feelings mm-hmm. in, in, while you're taking that, you know, I mean, I always say go to your doctor. Go to your doctor. Always. See what you can do. But if you have to wait a month and you're feeling these feelings, don't, don't do that to yourself. Right. And, and, and um, we're getting ready to segue into our second section, which means we need to put a uh, break for our sponsors. But I do want to pony off of what Kimberly just said. It's very important that if you do consider CBD as some help with your depression, you're never supposed to just drop your anti, your pharmacy type antidepressants without doctor advice. Yes. 
Definitely. I highly want to suggest that you shouldn't do any of this stuff without consulting and seeking div- uh, advice. Uh, all doctors are on board with this stuff, so I don't yeah. think you'll find any issues. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to use CBD to help with depression, give you some tips that we've learned and what we understand from clinical trials. Okay. So, short break. And we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try decide to learn decide that you have something to say and find your frequency live fridays at 12 noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, listeners. All right, segment two of depression. And hey, thank you for tolerating my... I don't know how I describe the research documents and try to struggle through some words. Wow, you should try typing some of those words. They're even harder to type. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and again, thank you for the Canterfield team for putting some of this research together. All right. Now, how do you CBD to help with imp- well, help with depression? Uh, we have sliced this into about five or six different topics that we're going to discuss. How about this? The amount of CBD to take. All right. So that one's a tough one. We, we've, we've suggested uh, the World Health Organization has already stated that humans tolerate CBD well. So there is no real overdosing issue that would cause any serious health effects. Yeah. Now, so, and, and you can see on these rodents, um, I did the same model. So on the rodents that were getting, you know, either three milligrams per kilogram, so three milligrams of CBD, Per body weight and kilograms of the rodent, so their their range was three to seven milligrams was what I saw in a lot of the uh, research papers. Now, if you think about that, so that means that's one 
to 2 milligrams of CBD for a 12-ounce rodent. Well, it's very easy for me to do the math and say that translates to 80 milligrams to 160 milligrams if you were a 180-pound adult, human adult. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad you're there to do that math because <laughs> I couldn't. I could. I don't think I could do that. Right. So let's have a quick conversation between Kimberly and I, who Kimberly likes to uh, be on the conservative side, and I like to be on the aggressive side. So let's give you some info on the amount of CBD to take. So I know from what we have learned, and Kimberly does a great job instructing people at her store, is that weight is a big factor. Yes. All right. So, uh, let's let's go and have a conversation uh, at the at the small end. What if you're 110 pounds? What do you think is a good starting dose if you have moderate uh, depression? Moderate depression. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say between 10 and 15 milligrams is a good starting place. Now, tell me what that means to you. Is that a daily dose or is that a morning, evening dose each. Tell me what you mean by that. No, I want to say that you're going to do a 10 milligram edible tincture, whatever you're doing, uh, at least twice a day, if not three. It just depends on All right. how, I know you said moderate. Yeah, I'm going to say 10 milligrams twice a day. All right, so you're at 20 milligrams a day. Yeah. For a 110-pound person. Yes. All right. I am probably not going to go much higher. I might suggest 40 uh, for 110 and split that dose up morning and night. There you go. That's the difference between, you know, aggressive and... and uh, so, what did we just hear? 20 to 40. Okay, let's move up to a 200-pound adult. Well, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to double what I said. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, I'm going to say you want to take, you know, 20 milligrams in the morning, 20 milligrams in the evening. All right. And you're going to double yours, right? I am going to double mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to take mine up to 40 per uh, morning and night. And so you're at a total of 80 milligrams a day. Um, okay, so when I first have a customer, obviously, I'm always trying to say, how, where's your level of anxiety or depression? Where are you? And it, it's either mild, moderate, or severe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to try and bring it, obviously bring it down as much as we can to hopefully mild and then gone. Uh, so that's why I always start with that. Take your, whichever bottle you pick, okay. do half in the morning and half in the afternoon, like around four. Because it stays in your body for eight hours. Okay. About eight hours, if yeah. you're tincturing. If you're tincturing. Good, yes. Good thing. Yeah, good and thing to bring or up. doing an edible. Okay. Those two things, they're going to stay in your body about eight hours. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, again, we're trying to get it under control. So you want to keep it in your body all the time. Now, let me explain what she means by that, listeners. What she means is endo- your, your, cannab- your cannabidiol. It has an impact on your endocannabinoid system, trying to bring it back into balance. Yes. You know that term as homeostasis, and that's when it's capable of dealing with problems like your depression. Right. So when she talks about you know bringing your levels up and then sustaining them, it's so your endocannabinoid system can do its job. Yeah. Very good. And so you, yeah, you just want to, I do it with pain also, depending on where they are. Like, okay, well, let's get 
the situation under control. And then once you have it under control, maybe you can bring your CBD down a little bit. Okay. All right. Let's, let's also talk about ratios of cannabinoids. And really the only ones that are really important are CBD and THC. Yeah. Those are the ones that are critical. And why do we want to have this conversation? Because you can, most people with depression or anxiety, I'll just say with anxiety, will prefer to vape or deliver CBD through the respiratory system because it's so quick. Mm -hmm. Literally, it can be a minute, seven minutes at the max. Yeah. All right. So if you vape this product, you'll usually get anxiety-free really super fast. Doesn't last as long, three or four hours would be a good guess, yes. Kimberly? Yes, All right. So, but here's the thing. You can buy vapable CBD from a CBD store or you can buy it from a dispensary. And oftentimes dispensaries will have a high level of THC because they're pulling that from a different plant. Right. A marijuana plant. Yes. All right. And they've still built the strain so it can have high CBD, but they tend to be a one-to-one ratio. One molecule of CBD to one molecule of THC. Yes. And if you are suffering from anxiety and depression, that can be a little this tricky. Year. Right. Yeah. So let's get now. So so let's bring this. Let's bring this so I can summarize it for you. So if you're using a full spectrum, that means... It has the entire profile of, cannabino- of cannabinoids in it. Right. You're using a full spectrum. Then when you are buying it from a reputable uh, CBD store, it's usually an 18 to 1 ratio. 18 molecules of CBD, 1 molecule of THC. Yes. Good or somewhere near that. <clears throat> right. When you buy it from a dispensary, you might get one on one. Now, now. That's one molecule of, C- of CBD to one molecule of THC. Now, let's go to the why this is important. An elevated amount of THC along with that CBD can trigger anxiety, and anxiety can worsen your depression. Right. Be careful with this. Many of studies have crossed this. Yes. And yes. we have shared this. If you go back and listen to our episode on anxiety, much more information very specific to this. Right. Very right. good. All right. So watch out for that. Look for your ratios. But remember, it only applies if you're doing a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. And when you go to a uh, dispensary, you're not often going to find a CBD by itself. No. They're, they're going to usually have a, a high ratio. Well, yeah, because yeah. they are That's their they're pulling from the marijuana plant. Correct. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's help our listeners with how often. And how often could be tied to delivery? What type of delivery? So Yes, definitely. So obviously, if you're tincturing or you're doing an edible mm-hmm. or a capsule, yeah. uh, again, it's going to stay in your body six to eight hours. So it's going to take a little longer to eat for you to feel the effects because it has to go through your digestive system. In, right. If you tincture, of course, then it's going to hit you in about... 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, and then digestion? And then digestion, it's about it's a full hour before you're going to really feel those effects where you're like, oh, okay, now, okay. I, now I'm under control. All right. Um, and while you're there, let's talk about how much you get. So when you tincture, you generally get the most. And when you digest it, because of your digestive process, you might lose some of the 20, CBD. 20 to 40 percent. Oh, I you know I really haven't looked into those studies, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna be safe and say twenty percent. All right, good deal. 
Okay, yeah. fair. Okay, so back to you on how often. So if you're doing one of those three things, the capsule, the tincture, or the edible, um, at least twice a day. Just do it twice a day. I, I like that too. Don't, don't, let, don't let your nighttime be without because if you, it, again, if you let those thoughts creep back in, they're, they're back under control and there you are the next morning going, oh no, okay, I'm back at, at, at step one. All right. So listeners, if you are using a tincture or an edible, split it up into two equal sections throughout the day so you can maintain a level of cannabidiol in your endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Very good. Definitely. Now, if you're vaping, you're going you're gonna to vape more often. It tends to be as, as needed as, as is what yeah. I'd like to suggest to you. Okay. Right. As so, soon as you start, as needed. start those, those feelings, start popping back up or those yeah. thoughts, go ahead and vape. Yeah. Okay. And let's talk about this so you understand the vaping. When you go out and look for a CBD vape cartridge, you will likely find it at 250 milligrams or 500 milligrams. Yeah, those are the most common. Correct. So, uh, so just know that. Uh, most everybody will choose one of those two depending on the severity of their uh, depression or their anxiety. Okay, so when you pick one of those, both of those, so remember, pick, choose between those two depending on your level of anxiety. Right. When you get those home with you, usually it's about three puffs. Yeah. Three puffs, and then you can sit back for a minute or two, and you should immediately know where you're at. Right. Perfect. And then how? What, what is the frequency? When when do most people want to return back to that cartridge and do another puff, another three puffs? Uh, again, we're just talking about the very beginning, yeah. right? The yeah. very beginning. I would say uh, uh, you're going to get those feelings back again in about it, about it, two hours to three hours. Okay. Those thoughts might be re- reoccurring. So then, then you'll you take wanna... a couple more puffs. Perfect. You know, to, to take a lot of puffs in the beginning, it's not going to do anything. It's not, it's not going to last any longer in your body. True. You need to do it, um, you know, not constantly, but when you get those feelings. Um, I, I have people that go through a cartridge and it, and they, it right. takes them a month. To, to go through a cartridge. Okay. I have other ones that go through it in a week. Yeah. So And let's talk about that. So you take those three puffs and you sit back and five minutes goes by and you don't really feel that it's been completely relieved. Take I, a couple more. I'm, yeah. I'm hearing three more puffs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then now you're finding what it takes for you. Right. And once you find what it takes for you, that's what you keep reproducing. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Now, how about vaping and tincturing or vaping and doing edibles. I mean, you, uh, I, of course, I do that. I, I will tincture every morning. Okay. And then in the afternoon, if I'm busy and I'm away from my tincture or all that, mm-hmm. I go ahead and I'll take a few puffs in the afternoon to get me until I can get home. All right. So, and, and so, and I hear a lot of that too. So, one is keeping a, a good, consistent level of cannabinoids in your body. And by the way, the purpose of that is cannabidiol and your endocannabinoid system, it does more than just deal with your anxiety. Yeah. It will help in other things, too, by keeping your system in uh, balance. Yes. All right. So, so taking that is fine. And then as you go through your day, you may want to have the cartridge with you to deal with times where it spikes. Right. You're at work and your boss is challenging you or something like that. But, mm-hmm. All right. So... 
Um, so, so either doing edibles or tincture along with vaping is a great combination. Now, what we're talking about is if you're either using CBD along with your depression or your antidepressant medication or in place of it. Again, you should consult with your physician beforehand, but all these are, these conversations we are having are related to either doing it alongside of your antidepressants or uh, just uh, flat out replacing them. Yes. All right. Um, Okay, so what, what signs can we be looking for to know when to adjust our dose by either needing to increase it or decrease it? Well, I, I, I think it kind of falls right in a line with those once you start feeling those thoughts. So if you take, let's say I start you out at 10 milligrams and I want you to do that twice or three times a day. Uh-huh. After a few days, and I mean literally two to three days, you're, you tell yourself, you know what, I don't think that was enough. I am still struggling here. Yes, go go up, go up by a, a quarter. Okay. Or um, ten, uh, five milligrams. I guess is what I want to say. Do that, and then you can increase your dose as you go. I don't want you to go way up. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to do your whole tincture in the morning. And, and then the whole one in the afternoon. I mean, you can. I just want you to go up slowly is what I'm saying. If you're not feeling like this is where you want to be, because, again, you're in charge. This is CBD. Mm. You have to know your body. You have to know your thoughts. You have to know what right. what's going on. And um, just go up slowly. I hate wasting CBD. That's, I guess, what, what I'm trying well, to say. Well, that's one of them. You know, I, I, yeah. I mean... Uh, and you can't, it's not going to hurt you. You can't overdose on it. But if you're using too much, then you're, you're just spending a lot of money. Right. Uh, very good. Very good uh, recommendations. And remember, we'd love to be able to get everybody an accurate portrayal of how much you should do. Spot on. But remember, this is Mother Nature's plant. Yeah, and everybody's is, different. Yeah, this is not a pharmaceutical that was, you know, created in a lab. Right. <laughs> this is Mother Nature brought right to you. And, and listen, as from what I've read, even antidepressants, one might not work for you. Yeah, so you so. have to go try another one or you have to move your milligrams. It's all how your body is working with this right. compound. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's also talk about reputable products. That makes a big difference. You know, I don't think people are falling for this anymore, but, you know, when you saw hemp seed oil, Everybody thought that was CBD. And like, well, okay, how come it's not working? So reputable products are important here too. So somebody says, you know, this has got 500 milligrams of CBD. There needs to be some way for you to determine if that was accurate or not. They have had many a test where somebody said 500 milligrams of CBD on the bottle and a third-party testing company checked it out to see what it was. And there was, I don't know, 70 Milligram. That's a huge shift. You had an expectation of dosing on 500 milligrams, but after testing the product, you found there was only 70 milligrams in it or something, right? So that would affect a lot. Yeah, because you're taking a lot of uh, MCT oil and not a lot of CBD, and you're not getting any relief, and you're calling this thing stuff 
and you're going through a whole Rep. whole week of dealing with the depression because you don't know. So I'm telling you, listeners, put some effort into validating. Well, I think the repu- the, the reputation of, the, of the, the manufacturer and the testing on the product. Right. Well, I think one of the the like just a f- the first key should be, wow, I'm getting two thousand milligrams of CBD for twenty dollars. <laughs> right. This is awesome. Right. That's not that's not gonna be that's not gonna turn out to be what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, unless unless the uh, if the tests support it, then you got yourself a deal. Well, I mean, sure, but... Yeah, but a lot of times you're not going to see that test. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) So so look around. It's becoming obvious. Listen, we're doing a good job policing ourselves, right? But there are brands everywhere. So be a good shopper is what we want to say at the end of this. So to make all this stuff that we're suggesting work... You must start from a reputable product. Yeah. And I listen, let's hope with all of us legitimate CBD manufacturers out there that those people that are trying to rip everybody off mm. are no longer in business because now the consumer is aware that yeah. those people are out there. Consumer is getting smarter and yes. we are trying our best to help you guys get smarter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Let the cream rise is how we say it. Okay. Now we want to take a break uh, for our sponsors and when we come back. We're going to talk on handling depression and it won't be just about CBD. We'll try to give you a broad what we found uh, on on depression treatments and therapies okay so after this break we'll be right back the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com live authentically heal naturally with canafil We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. All right, listeners, welcome back. And I hope we're being helpful on today's topic of depression. All right, so, and so... Treatment for 
uh, for um, depression can usually come in two forms, medication and psychotherapy. Psychotherapy is somebody sitting down counseling you mm-hmm. uh, and trying to reprogram some of your thoughts. Uh, and medications usually are prescribed, you know, uh, from a psychiatrist or you have home remedies that you're aware of. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about medications first. Uh, antidepressants are antidepressants are medicines that treat depression. Uh, it's very common that you may need to try several different types of anti antidepressant medicines before you find the one that works. Uh, I think you had commented on that earlier. Yeah. Um, so, and I think it's why there are so many clinical studies that have been targeting anxiety and depression using cannabidiol because uh, the, 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 the current pharmaceutical brands of depression, of depressants, you know, as that one study had suggested, sometimes they take a long time to become, uh, to activate and their efficacy is, is just not super high. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, let's say, um, the antidepressants uh, under this report we read generally take, you know, up to two to four weeks to work. Right. That's a, that's a pretty long time to deal with something that's emotionally painful. Yeah. Um, there's a note here uh, that we want to read. In some cases, children, teenagers, and young adults under 25 may experience an increase in suicidal behavior and thoughts when taking antidepressants. All right. Especially in the first few weeks. Yeah. So we just want to point that out. That was a common note that we ran into. Uh, I'll say that again. Young adults under 25 often will have an increased thoughts and behaviors towards suicide, uh, especially in the first few weeks of taking antidepressants. All right. So they just, you know, patients, FDA, FDA, it says right here, this warning is from the USDA um, and the FDA uh, patients of all ages taking antidepressants should be watched closely, especially during the first few weeks of treatment. Okay, so again, this warning was from both U.S. Foods and the FDA. Um, all right, so, uh, and, you know, when you're taking antidepressants, you should be aware that some signs of that are uh, nausea, weight gain, diarrhea, sleepiness, and sexual problems. And I think the weight gain is probably one that troubles people a lot. Well, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, it can. I, I think the I've only known one person that was on an antidepressant, um, you know, like knew him every day, which was, was my boss. Yeah. And his he was so foggy when he was taking those. Um, and as an attorney, it... It really, he struggled with it yeah. because he needed to go to work and have clear a clear head, and he just was he he was foggy there for quite a while. Yeah, and then they switched him, and then he was better. So it it was just the medication they just needed to switch it around. But he wouldn't he didn't see the signs until I kind of said to him, "I'm like, you know, you don't seem like you're in the right spot." You probably need to go talk to your doctor. That is a good point you're bringing up, Kimberly. Sometimes you do maybe need to make have people around you make some observations. Right, because he couldn't see it because yeah. he was doing what his doctor said. He's taking his medicine, and mm-hmm. you know it just was not it just it just was not right for him. Yeah, and it took about a month 
before I really like saw it and said something. Yeah, and be fair to yourself because I have my own experiences too. When my mother passed away, I I went to a psychiatrist. Remember, that's all they do is prescribe, ask me the questions, gave me my prescription. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, I couldn't, and it didn't work for me. And at the exact same time is when uh, we had created Canafil. Uh, you know, it was it was in line with uh, uh, the reason my mother had passed away. Uh, so, but in those early stages. Uh, the availability of CBD was quite low. Yeah. Uh, so it took a while for me to really understand how helpful CBD was, but it was really super easy. I'm just sharing my own personal experience to jump off the prescription-based antidepressants and move over to CBD. Yeah. Um, hey, how about some other things that are beyond antidepressant treatments? Uh, so we have uh, we have some things to share with you there that I'm sure everybody may know, but let's just let's go on. Let's go down the list. Try to be active and exercise. Yeah, I think we say that for just about every. I know every. I, I want to. I want to say every mental issue. Yeah. Obviously, pain. We're not going to say get out, get active, <laughs> right. and exercise. Although stretching is a good idea, but anyway, mentally, yeah. it just feels so much better. I know it's too hard in the beginning to get that going, but even if you just go outside and take a walk, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, when you have anxiety and you're stressed, you're producing cortisol. And cortisol is rapid and it react, you react to it very quickly. Yeah. Anxiety, stress, all those are responses to cortisol in your body. Uh, it's a human design. It was designed, hey, you, you need to give this issue some attention quick. Yeah. That's cortisol. And I think one of the things is when you get out and you exercise, it really just lets your mind focus on something else. Well, no. Uh, it, right? I'm also? good there. I'm good there. But let's stay on the science for just a little, another sec. Okay. Uh, when you work out, you produce endorphins. That's and it. when your body is producing endorphins, it cannot and will not produce cortisol. That's why, I, that, that's probably the biggest reason uh, to stay active and exercise, and yours is is sec- is absolutely right up there with it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, how about setting realistic goals for yourself? Now, that also might be in line with your comment, Kimberly. Where you know, keep your mind busy. Keep your mind busy and take care of yourself, and don't beat yourself up if things. You know, if whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to do, either see the psychologist, try the antidepressant, try the CBD, give yourself a chance. Don't be hard on yourself. I say this to so many of my customers, just give it a chance. Yep, you are. Yep, that's a good one. Now, how about this one? Try to spend time with other people and confide in a trusted friend or relative. Yep. Oh, I think we've already pointed out there's two good reasons to do that. Uh, first one is so somebody else can help observe you. Wow, how important I think that is. Mm-hmm. And two, they say the mind works best when you do not resist certain things. Talk it out. Yeah, bring it out. Bring it out so it can be dealt with. And there usually is relief from that activity. Uh, Try not to isolate yourself. Yep. That Uh, was probably pretty difficult in the last few weeks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Very difficult. But I'm also suggesting if you're in 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 a fairly heavy state of depression, it's very common for you to want to isolate. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Definitely. Expect your move to improve gradually and not immediately. That's great. Your expectations really do mean something to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Postpone important decisions such as getting married or divorced, changing jobs. Postpone them until you feel better. Yeah. Uh, And then discuss decisions with others who know you well and have more objective views of your situation. And then continue to educate yourself about depression. Now, this is one of those uh, where educating yourself online about depression can be useful. Educating yourself on physical ailments, the doctor always says, stay the heck off of yes. the internet. Get right. off the web. Right. Yes. No, you're not dying. <laughs> I'm losing my liver. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a little joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this one, continue your education on depression and the website uh, and online is a great place for that. Yeah. And there's so many. Um, oh, what do I want to call them? Affirmation apps. and. Yes. Uh, yoga, not yoga. What do I want to say? Meditation. And there's just things that you can use now that are like literally right, right. in your hand, in your phone that you can really try and because it's really just about taking control right. of those thoughts. All right. Now, uh, let's. Uh, so if you plan on considering CBD as part of your regimen, uh, here are some steps. One, Because most will consider either to use CBD alongside their antidepressant or as an alternative to your antidepressant, that the first rule is consult with your physician. Mm -hmm. Remember, coming off of an antidepressant, the antidepressant has rules. There's there's a procedure to get off of an antidepressant. And I I hear that it's pretty important to follow it. Yeah, the, yeah. All definitely. right. Now, taking uh, cannabis, uh, CBD along with your antidepressant could be fine along with doctor approval. Why? Because, remember, CBD has the ability to, to interact with certain pharmaceuticals, especially if it has a grapefruit warning on it. Right. And your doctor will know this like super fast. I mean, you just ask him, hey, doctor, I would like to start putting in CBD, and he'll tell you how. Yeah. All right. Um, also, uh, you know, I, we, like people with pain, you know, have your CBD, take it as, as we suggest, you know, we have a dosage card, uh, on the, on the website, take it there and keep your antidepressant close. So, I mean, keep your, uh, anti, your, um, CBD. your pain relieving medications close. Right. I think the doctor could, might even suggest, depending on which antidepressant they put you on, that you could do the same thing. So you would then be taking your CBD regimen and the antidepressant that he prescribed, as long as he said it went well with CBD, would be there if you just couldn't solve it with CBD. Right. All right. I wanted to put that out there. Um, okay. And feel free to continue this conversation with us either uh, on our Instagram, you know, Instagram at Canafil, or send us an email, info at Canafil.com. Uh, we like sharing uh, these studies, these research papers. We like sharing those. We even had a conversation this week about compiling an entire folder of just all these studies. So maybe you didn't have to research them for yourself. And maybe we'll even highlight that the points so you don't have to go through 40 pages to find out what you're looking for. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, we want to say this is a wrap for this show. Thank you, Kim, and our team back at the office for gathering today's research. You're welcome. 
Thank you, listeners. Remember, becoming an educated consumer of CBD is the best way to protect the hemp plant. All right. So, uh, again, thank you. This is Ed Cheney, and we are working to raise your potential. (laughs) Say bye, Kim. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.